I'm chatting with Holy Joe Rock and Roll. Hi Joe, how are you doing this morning? Excellent. How about yourself? Uh, I'm sick, I've got Ebola. But oh shit. Let's not focus on that. All right, all right. Um, so you're a YouTuber and you're based here in Poland. Yes. You've been um, vlogging for a very long time. When did you get into vlogging? Um, I guess around 2010. I started uh, putting up music videos and then just videos of around around the country and different things. And then I think I started getting more politically active during the uh, 2016 presidential campaign when I started noticing you know, a lot of fake news, basically, and started uh, doing my own videos. Yeah, so, so um, you're a big supporter of Donald Trump then? I'm a supporter of Trump, yes. Okay. And are there any particular policies that Trump uh, has that you support? Build the wall. Okay. and make America great again. Okay. Um, sh should it be build the wall, deport them all, or...? Yeah, listen, I mean, if, if you're in the country illegally, you have no legal right to be there. I mean, I'm in Poland legally, I have a, I have a right to be here as long as they allow me, right? I mean, if government policy changes and I have to leave, I have to leave. But, you know, you need to respect the laws of the country that you're in. So, and don't come in illegally. So, yeah, I mean... That's just the law. Enforce the law. It's really what I think most people are asking. Just enforce the law. The law says if you're in the country illegally, you can be deported and you should be deported. End of story. So it's real simple for me. Yeah. And uh, can you tell us about your musical career? I know that you've actually recorded, is it four albums of music? Six, six, six albums. albums. Six yeah. albums, yeah. Um, it started out, whatever. It was just, uh, I, I took a creative writing and poetry class in the eighth grade and I started writing uh, poems. But I always thought that they would be songs, you know, they could be songs, right? And in my mind, I had like this heavy metal, you know, big drums kind of sound, but I could never play those, I could never play that, right? So I just, I just did use whatever instruments I could, and uh, at first it was uh, using an Atari ST computer with a MIDI controller built in, and some MIDI software, and I sequenced most of the music. Uh, I did have some help from the Reverend Chuck, who helped me do some of the music uh, on the early albums, but the most recent albums um, have been just 100% my, my work, and I just use whatever technologies I have available. So, sure. And what has the response been online to your work? Uh, are people downloading? Uh, yeah, your, yeah. your music at high frequency. Um, I don't know. I, I honestly I don't have uh, the analytics for the music. That's right now. It's on holyjoe.bandcamp.com, where the uh, you know, all six CDs are available in high quality digital format. But uh, in the past, where I've done a video for some of the for some of the songs, they've they've had some pretty good uh, pretty good feedback. I mean, pretty good uh, high levels of downloads. Yeah, it's pretty good. Great. And um, do you ever perform? I have performed in the past live, and some of those videos are like really some of the first videos online uh, on the, on my channel. Um, but I have not performed live in a while. Not to say that I couldn't. It's just I'm. I mean, t realistically, I'm more of a studio performer, you know. But I could I could perform live again. I mean, like as I have in the past. But we'll see. You know. You're planning a national Polish tour. <laughs> go, go to every large city and uh, rock out. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would. I mean, I, the tour basically was just to visit the cities and do a little video, you know, my impressions, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I don't have uh, the infrastructure really to to do tour, but I mean, I, you know, if I had it, 
if I had the backing, you know, maybe it's possible. If right. you're playing guitar in your bedroom, contact Holy Joe, if you're good, if you're good. <laughs> I need a female vocalist. I would really need a female vocalist for some of the songs to really add, you know, that little bit of impact. So that's what I've been looking for, some, someone who could sing. Are you looking for a soprano voice or? Yeah, you know, something like, uh, you know how Eminem did that song where he, where he had, who did he have? Uh, that woman sing, sing along. Was it Rihanna? I think, I don't know if it was Rihanna or... I can't remember the song, but you know that kind of dichotomy where you have like you know rapper voice and then you have the, the female doing a the chorus or something like that. Um, anyways, like for instance, uh, "All Aboard the Trump Train." There's a, the line "All Aboard the Trump Train," and I'm singing it in uh, what do you call it? The soprano, not soprano, uh, the false falsetto. Falsetto. But if, but if a woman would sing that, I think it would really add you know it would add more impact, yes. right? So anyway, that's. What is this? You're definitely not castrati, right? Because you've got six kids. I do have six kids. Wonderful. And I have super sperm. I've been medically diagnosed as having super sperm. Highly mobile. I have a high level of testosterone. And, uh, you know, um, yeah, I don't want to know if we want to go on the, uh, the Holy Joe Rock and Roll U.S. Citizen plan. But that, that was an option. I was thinking about making money, selling my sperm. But um, put that on hold for now. Great. Um, so uh, the Radio Hazar team actually went to Warsaw to the march, and uh, we were warned, We were especially in the media, that there were a lot of dangerous people at the march. And to be honest, uh, the Radio Hazar team didn't see any violence, not one instance of violence at the, the march. Uh, what was your impression? We, we didn't meet up in Warsaw. Right. Um, did, did you see any violence or any destruction of property? No, no. The only thing I did see that could be, let's say, even vaguely uh, described as violence is as I was close to the front of the march and as we got to the uh, bridge just before the bridge there was a counter demonstration on the left hand side and a couple of people threw flares at the at the counter protesters that's it and you know there's actually more riot police than there were protesters because the riot police just immediately formed the wall with their shields and uh, that was it I mean that's I mean, that's the closest thing that you could say was violence, quote unquote, right? Uh, I just, I commented on that because I did not have, uh, 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 I tried to go live, but there was no signal. So I, I did record and some comments on that. And I just thought it was, you know, yeah, it was, wasn't necessary. People were chanting, you know, something in Polish, like probably like, you know, screw you or whatever, you know, go away or something like that. But um, yeah, I can understand people's anger and why, why would you, if you're Polish, why would you protest? It's like protesting the 4th of July. You know, if you're an American, why would you protest the 4th of July? You're celebrating your Independence Day. It makes no sense. So I understand the, uh, like the emotional reason why you might throw a flare at these, these jerks. But yeah, whatever, it's unnecessary, that's all. But, but I didn't see any violence. I didn't see anybody getting hurt. There's no, there was no violence. There was absolutely no violence aside from that. You know, a couple guys throwing flares. Yes. Yes. It, for me, it's a stark contrast with what's happening in Paris at the moment with the Yellow Jacket movement. Um, again, obviously, people should have the right to, to protest against uh, taxes. Uh, that's how America pretty much began. That's right. Um, but um, do, do you have to destroy st state property while going about uh, your protests? Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think so, at least not at this point. Uh, maybe in France they have to. For France is really... Uh, especially the cities, probably, but the whole country seems to be under 
a lot of pressure from government policies which are not uh, not listening to the people, and that's that's a big problem. So, so uh, recently in the news, there's been the story of the comedian Kevin Hart, and he was selected to uh, talk at the Oscars. Very quickly, the thought police went through every statement he had ever made on the internet, and they found statements, and they tarred and feathered Kevin Hart as being a homophobe, and very quickly, he stepped down from uh, deciding to speak at the Oscars, and he made a formal apology. Um, we have a related story connected to you, right? right? Um, right. You, you were working at a company based in Krakow, mm -hmm. and basically they were promoting what uh, diversity and. Um, it was during their they call it Tolerance Week. Tolerance Week. Tolerance Week. Oh, that's and ironic, isn't it? Yeah, it uh, is. So, t can, can you let the audience know what yeah. happened to you? So, uh, can you hey, can you pass me a drink? Need a sip. Thanks, man. Thank you. Look at this beautiful. It's a, whatever. Anyway, it's a, it's a beautiful latte. <laughs> latte. There you go. Yeah. Coffee latte. Um, spoon. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so what happened was this is during Tolerance Week at a major American tech company operating in Krakow, and all of these American companies now, I would say maybe for the last two or three years, it it's, it appears. And I don't have to name any names, you know the big companies. And I, well, let's throw some out, like you know the Googles, the Apples, the Cisco's, the Citrix, the, uh, did I say Amazon? Amazons. All these companies appear to have signed up with this LGBT, uh, pro-LGBT uh, sort of policy. And um, what happened was I kept getting these emails during Tolerance Week promoting LGBT lifestyle and in, uh, basically promoting it, right? Propaganda. So I got a little bit uh, irritated by getting these emails every day, uh, especially in Poland, which is a Catholic country and probably the most tolerant country I've been in. Everybody is tolerant. Just, just it should be don't ask, don't tell, right? I don't need. I mean, we're here to work. I don't need to know about your sexual proclivities or uh, how 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 much you're into buggery. I don't need to know that. Okay. So what happened was, I simply emailed. There was two women at the company who were responsible for sending out these emails every, every day, I just replied and I said in one, one sentence, I said, to be clear, does this mean that company supports sodomy? Question mark. And um, that was, and I actually sent that a couple days before the march. And then I went to the march on, over the weekend. On Monday, I, it was a day, I took a day off and I drove back to, to Krakow from Warsaw. And then on Tuesday, my manager pulled me into his office and said, why did you do that? And I said, what, go to the march? I didn't know what he was talking about. I thought maybe you know somebody found that out, found that, that I was at the march, and I don't know, I didn't know, right? And he said, no, sodomy. And I said, I'm just asking the question. I'm just asking the question. Can I, I mean, I'm just asking the question. Can I ask the question? So he, you know, my manager, he's Polish. You know, he, he's, um, he's been there five years. He seems like a good guy, you know, but he's, um, he's weak, you know. They say a man has as many uh, masters as he has vices, and his vice is money. He needs money. We all need money, okay? Um, but the sodomites um, have other vices, and that and their masters. Who who is their master? I would say Satan. Satan is their master, right? Because you're taking something that potentially is produces life, which is fruitful, and you're making it not fruitful. That's what sodomy is, right? It's by definition, okay? Whether it's uh, buggery or sex with animals or 
other kinds of sex acts which cannot lead to procreation. That's what it is. So I'm just asking the fact that the, the company was continually putting out these emails promoting LGBT lifestyles. Um, and why, why are they doing that? Are, are, do they support sodomy? That's all I'm asking. Yeah. So, so you so, essentially got fired for asking a question. Yeah. So um, a, a couple days later, uh, oh, the next day, I guess, after, oh, when my manager pulled me in, he said that, he, you know, they, they want to fire you. We need, I'm trying to save your job. I, you need to write an apology. So, I mean, actually, looking back now, I, I probably would have wrote a totally different letter. I would have done a uh, Blazy Ford apology, right, where I would have just made up a bunch of shit and uh, made, uh, suggested that I was a victim of sodomy as a child, as a small child, and that's why I was concerned about it, right? That would have been maybe a better letter to write. But instead, I didn't, I didn't uh, bend over backwards or anything. I just said, hey, listen, um, no pun intended. I just said... Um, I apologize for writing the letter. Uh, I wasn't thinking about it. I just sent it out very quickly. And in fact, it is true that I did try to recall the letter, uh, you know, about an hour after I sent it the email. And I said, you know, I'm very concerned and sensitive to uh, this issue because I am a foreigner. Yep. I'm an immigrant. I'm biracial. And uh, I'm black from the waist down, as, as people people might know. And... Um, <laughs> and, uh, did, did you feel the need to apologize? Was it the like pressure of them asking you to apologize? Because frankly, yeah. um, I think you should be able to ask questions. Um, I, I've noted this trend uh, in dialogue. Um, if if you're speaking about a controversial subject and you begin asking questions, immediately it's uh, shut down and um, people uh, won't allow for for the questioning of subjects. Yeah, it's it's because the goyim knows. The goyim is uh, those that are not, you know, the Talmud, the Jewish Talmud, uh, which is the basis of modern-day Judaism. It's not based on the Torah. It's not based on the Old Testament. It's based on the Talmud. Um, calls all non-Jews goyim, but the goyim know. They know. They know what's up, right? So when you ask questions, you know, they don't want the cattle to uh, get restless. They want the cattle to be calm and and uh, and meek. Right, and then not fighting back, not thinking, not, not questioning. So I think that's what's happening when you ask the question, like, hey, wait a minute, who really killed JFK? It's impossible that it was a single bullet, a single, you know, single bullet, right? It's impossible, we know it's impossible, we know we've been lied to, or 9-11. Now I'm not saying that those 19 uh, Muslims were not involved, they, they obviously probably were, but who was behind them? Who was funding funding them? We know money came out of Dubai, but anybody could have put money in a Dubai bank and, and forwarded to these guys, right? FBI knew about these people in flight school, didn't do anything about it. I mean, we're being lied to. The, you know, the official story is not, we know it's not true, but but we don't, we can't put our finger exactly what, what exactly is wrong, right? What's wrong exactly? Like the, the war in Iraq, based on a lie. There was no weapons of mass destruction, right? So anyway, you know, when people ask the, the question, you know, they're usually shouted down, oh, you're, you're a homophobe, you're a bigot, you're a racist, you're whatever, whatever it is, right? And it just, just sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me, right? So I think people need to continue to ask the questions because the truth is out there. Yes. Right? And um, are you actually going to be appealing, um, being fired? Are you going to maybe open a case uh, against the company I, for firing you for asking a question? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking into it because um, I know there are some civil rights organizations that 
Um, do you handle this, especially for, you know, for religious people, religious discrimination? And I've contacted a couple of them. I'm waiting to hear back. My case is a little bit complicated. I don't really want to get into it in terms of the way the work uh, was set up. But so I don't know if I'm governed by Polish law or American law or whatever. You know, that's that's something that could be figured out by, you know, a competent lawyer. But I think there is there is potentially a case here. And I, I think uh, it would be important to pursue. But what I really want to impress upon the Polish audience is that, look, open your eyes. This type of propaganda is being flooded into the country. Okay, it happened in the United States probably five, six years ago, and it's coming here now. Now, obviously, nobody in Poland takes gay marriage seriously. It's It doesn't make any sense. So I think you're fairly safe, but just the reaction of my coworkers, excuse me, I worked on a team of seven people. Only one person really expressed any kind of sympathy. One person was, he's a leftist. He it really expressed like not really anger, but like yeah, you shouldn't have done that, man. You you know you know like that kind of thing, and everybody else was pretty quiet. And I'm not blaming them. I'm not blaming them for being weak. It's just that they need the job, right? People need the money. People need the job. I'm in a maybe an envy more enviable position. I'm not rich, but uh, I have I have other irons in the fire, so I'm able to I'm able to do whatever I want to do. I I, I took this job because I, I thought it was interesting, and I wanted to do it. And, you know, I, I need to work. I like to work, right? So I'm looking for work right now or another project or whatever. So it's not that, um, so that's, you know, that's what I'm saying. But I, you can see that don't be weak, okay? If you see evil out there, call it out. Don't be afraid to call it out in whatever way you can. I'm not saying you got to be a martyr. I'm not a martyr. I'm not a victim. Uh, well, maybe I am a victim, but I'm not, I'm not living like a victim. I'm moving forward, right? This is something that happened, and it's, it's revealing, I think, if you open your eyes, it's revealing that, during Tolerance Week, there is no tolerance for people who disagree with the official policy, which is to promote LGBTQ, XYZ, BDL, BLT sandwich lifestyles. And it makes no sense at all. It, it really, it makes no sense. From a national standpoint, from a, you know, from a human standpoint, it makes no sense because sodomy equals death. I mean, right, if you're not procreating, your genes die. So sodomy equals death, all right? They used to say silence equals death during the HIV AIDS thing. No, sodomy equals death. That's what it is. That's what it is. I mean, think about it. I mean, just be real. I, I know you get it. I know if you're watching this, you get it, okay? But um, if you think, if you take a layer back, and this is also the questioning thing, you know, the cattle or the sheep are starting to question, why? Why are they pushing this? Well, there's a couple of reasons that I'll just put out there. One of them is, obviously, if you're gay or you're bisexual or you're whatever, you're a sodomite, you're not going to have kids. So if you don't have kids, you're not going to ask for a raise. You're not going to necessarily, necessarily work harder for your kids, right? You have nothing to live for. And if you're a sodomite, how are you going to ask your boss for a raise when he just looks at you and says, go to the gay disco, man. We don't have any more money for you. Just go to the gay disco. You know, drink drink, and uh, whatever you do to, to for you, make your sorrows go away, right? But if you're married, you have kids, you have a commitment, you 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 know, you want to take care of your, your, your family, you know, uh, you're, you're motivated, right? You're more motivated in a different way. That's one thing. The other thing is, um, well, whatever. That's the main thing for that, right? It just—it's making you weak. And you, again, you only have as many masters as you have vices. And if you have a vice like that, who's your daddy? Okay. Hello, Joe. Thank you so much for chatting with us, and we wish you and your six kids, and hopefully you make a number seven uh, <laughs> in in God's time. Um, Thank Factory's you for chatting open. with us today. Pleasure. And good luck. Pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. Pleasure. Ride for Ruin. <laughs>